Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 25th, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by our Top 50 Players segment. Who are this season's Top 50 NHL players? Find out on the Lockdown NHL podcast. Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner reveal the Top 50 players as voted on by our local experts across the Lockdown NHL network of podcasts. Subscribe to the Lockdown NHL podcast on YouTube and turn your notifications on so that you never miss an episode. I know for a fact they did the uh, the snubs on Tuesday's episode. I can tell you one thing. If we're going to talk about Red Wings, that's the only place you're going to find them. Not a single Red Wing made it into this Top 50 list. Uh, and and Scott, let's let's real quick take a quick uh, a quick diverted path here uh scotty bentley i'm Nolan bianchi your host of lockdown red wings do you think that a red wings player deserved to be in the top 50 because the only name that honestly comes to mind in terms of how they performed over the last couple of years might be jacob verona i I think that might might be the only one and only because the metrics are on his side the numbers necessarily aren't on his side uh you know the the traditional counting stats uh given you know the way his, his last couple seasons in Washington went over, but that was the only name that really came to mind. And it only takes me two seconds to go, well, he wasn't that great in Washington. He had 11 good games with the awful, awful Red Wings. Why would they put him in the top 50? Yeah, uh, I, I would, I would say no. Uh, I think the only person that, that might've snuck on there would have been Larkin. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Verona obviously did great at the end of last season, but I mean, he was getting healthy in Washington. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think, I, I don't, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone on this current roster was really cl- close to cracking that list. But I, I do think that Larkin is like one kind of, I don't want to say bounce back because he's been surrounded by, by nothing, but especially in 1920, but um, he, he's one kind of like, Hey, I'm like still here and still really good season away from from probably getting considered to be put uh, back on. Maybe not back on. I, I don't know. Two years ago's list, but uh, getting getting a lot more consideration for that. So, Miguel Cabrera over the weekend. Speaking of top fifty players. <laughs> Top 50 players of all time, maybe. Uh, Miguel Cabrera, the Detroit Tiger slugger, hit his 500th home run over the weekend. Congratulations to uh, Miguel Cabrera, one of our childhood heroes. Scott, I know on Tuesday's episode of Locked on Tigers, you had Miguel Cabrera Day planned. So go check that out if you haven't done that already. What what'd you do for Miguel Cabrera Day? We, uh, we, we literally just sat there for all three segments, just kind of reminisced and, and talked about his career, the trade that brought him in, the, the contract and the controversy around that, the, 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 the peak of, of Tiger's success and, and our favorite home runs specifically, just all that kind of stuff. It was, it, it's literally, I think I literally named it an ode to Miguel Cabrera. I literally just talked Beautiful. about Miggy the entire, the entire half hour show, so. 
Of course, off day on Monday. Why not get some good Tigers content? So go check that out. We're going to do something a little similar here, except we're going to open it up to the entire Red Wings franchise. The Red Wings, obviously one of the most uh, historically great franchises in all of sports. Uh, And there were quite a few guys who achieved milestones uh, of the sort. And so I I was just kind of curious. I started digging around today, going on hockey reference, seeing, you know, who would be in the 600 goal club, who would be in the 700 goal club, just trying to remember, uh, you know, if any really momentous moments in Red Wings history of the sort like that happened since the time that I've really been alive Um, and, and cognizant of the, of, of those kinds of things. So the Steve Eisenman yeah. likely would have, have shattered a couple milestones in that time. He had ended up with 692 career goals. So that, and then Brett Hall scoring 700 and then Ozzy winning his 400th game uh, were really like the only three things that came to mind. I'm sure there were like plenty of Nicholas Lidstrom things in there yet, but like mm-hmm. as far as counting stats go, when, you know, they, they simply don't stack up to, to some of the great forwards of the game. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I thought, I thought it would be kind of interesting to take a trip down memory lane and we're going to have a fact off as well. So what me and Scott have done for the last couple hours is at least I have, uh, buried myself on Wikipedia, buried myself on hockey reference, and I just got lots of cool facts and Scott's going to bring his cool facts. I don't know where he researched. Hopefully it was in, uh, at least one other, different source in wikipedia because that is i i do call dibs on that source uh, a lot of uh, a lot of websites that end in the word reference that, that's, <laughs> that's what i use there we go perfect not me um and so we're just gonna have a fact off we're, we're gonna go through some of these uh these these prestigious club members uh, a bit first, but uh, I'm really excited. I found a lot of weird random stuff uh while i was going through all this i don't know about you yeah, I, I did too. Some uh, there were some uh, some trips down memory lane for sure for a couple of them. Now most of mine are like '90s and beforehand. So uh, depending on what you kind of picked up on the back uh, end, there same ish to be honest yeah. with you. I mean, like that's where a lot of like the obscure ones come from. Because if if they if they haven't been with how good of teams we've had since like the seventies and eighties, like the, the normal, like counting stats ones have been broken like seven times since then. So like, it's gotta be really obscure for, you know, those for, to, to still be in that era. So yeah, same. All right. So quick, let's go through uh, some of the prestigious goal club members. We got 800 goals uh, who finished with 801. That's Gordy Howe. Uh, Only two members in that club, him and Wayne Gretzky, 700 goals, Brett Hall, uh, he's got 741 all-time, fourth in NHL history, and he scored 700, uh, number 700, in a Red Wings uniform. I remember uh, I used to be obsessed with just, like, memorabilia and apparel, and, like, the summer days used to be just me scrolling the NFL, NHL, NBA shop, like, 24-7. That's all I used to do. And uh, I remember there was a website called Hockey Inc., and one of the pictures they had on there was Brett Hall, like a shot from behind Brett Hall. He set up on the, the face-off dot, ripping a one-timer for 700, and it's inscribed with 700 goals. And, and I will never get that image out of my mind because I wanted it mm-hmm. so bad, but it was like $60, and I had negative four cents to my name. <laughs> no, that's awesome, though. 
so, not not the <laughs> part, but the, the memorabilia part. I was twelve, you know. Most twelve-year-olds are in a similar financial predicament. Don't have a big net worth. Yeah. No, uh, six hundred gold club. Only Steve Eiserman uh are the red wings to do it now this one is uh actually kind of interesting because there's like quite a few legends who are came up just short of uh 700 so steve eiserman ranks 10th all time in goals with 692 right behind him with 690 is mario lemieux and right behind them uh is timu solani with 684 and then mark messier is in front of steve eiserman ninth over or ninth all time with 694 that would really uh irk me if i was like an all-time great yeah, do you man. think like yeah. like I, I, there's has no like way 694 home runs right. like dude you gotta come like you gotta so gary to sheffield is the big one in baseball that he uh he said he was gonna retire at the end of the season and then the end of the season came and he had 499 homers and he was like all right f that he came back <laughs> he came back for like Half a season, hit like six homers. I think he retired with like four, five oh four or five oh five or something like that. And I was like, all right, I got five hundred. I don't care anymore. That That's funny. That's like that movie, uh, Mister Three Thousand. Yeah, exactly. It's, exactly. A, it's a great yeah. movie. It is fantastic. Uh, uh, also, in the six hundred goal club is Dino Cicerelli. He didn't play uh, all of those years in a Red Wings uniform, but he did play a lot of those years in a Red Wings uniform. I believe the first undrafted player in NHL history to go to the Hall of Fame. Shout out Dino. Got a great, uh, you know, nice little restaurant there on Twenty Two and Hayes. Uh, go to Cicerelli's Twenty Two or whatever the heck that place is called. Um, let's see. Next on the list, Pat Verbeek a former Red Wing and current Red Wings executive just got named GM of the Grand Rapids Griffins last week. He is at 522. Um, Norm Allman with 490, a Red Wing from, from way back in the day. I don't think he played his uh, entire career with the Red Wings, but that's just kind of how it was back then. Like guys just getting traded at the end of their careers all the time. Uh, Sergei Fedorov with 483. He's in the 400 goal club alongside Alex Del Vecchio. Uh, who has 456 something interesting about Sergei Fedorov is that he had exactly 400 goals, uh, wearing the winged wheel. I thought that was, uh, Oh, kind, kind of interesting. That is kind of interesting. And, uh, I gotta be honest. I forgot to look up Datsuk and Zetterberg's all time goals, but I, I don't think either of them are part of the 400 club. Actually, no, they aren't. That, uh, Pavel doesn't really surprise me. Zeddy does a little bit. They they like yeah no. So Zetterberg had three hundred thirty seven, but he had uh, nine hundred sixty points. So like oh there you go. Kind of assists. And those Red Wings teams like they just they didn't have a goal scorer like that. Like it just wasn't how that team was right. Built. Yeah. Like they just had so many guys that that scored. Um, Real quick here before we wrap up segment one, a thousand assists. We got Steve Eiserman and Gordy Howe. Steve Eiserman actually has more assists than Gordy Howe uh, with 1,063 compared to Gordy Howe's 1,023. 800 assists. We got Nicholas Lidstrom and Alex Del Vecchio, a thousand points. Gordy Howe, Steve Eiserman, Alex Del Vecchio, and Nicholas Lidstrom. I believe those are guys who uh, only did it in a Red Wings uniform, maybe. No, Ted Lindsay only had uh, 851. Okay, never mind. Um, shutouts. Terry Sawchuk, 85. Chris Osgood, 39. I believe Terry Sawchuk's was a record before Martin Brodeur uh, 
broke it. And then the 400 win club with the Red Wings, Terry Sawchuk and Chris Osgood. Terry Sawchuk, 445, 350 of those came with the Wings. And Chris Osgood, 401, 317 came with the Wings. Yeah, Sawchuk's got a lot of them goalie records, eh? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. Including stitches to the face, folks. All right. Yes, I got to talk to you very much so. about that online, that AG. It's that time of year again, Scott. All eyes are on the gridiron. I don't know about mine. I know yours are still on the, the on the on the baseball diamond a little bit, but I'll keep an eye on the gridiron. You keep an eye on the diamond. And together we'll team up, go to betonline.ag and just run it. It's the number one spot for our pro and college football action this season, as well as pennant races going on in both the American and National League. Get all the latest updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 100% welcome bonus. Scotty Bentley, I completely forgot that they were giving out 100%. It shakes me to my core, to my marrow yet again to find out they're giving away so much money. Be sure to Take advantage of their opening day super promo. Uh, make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL10. So you need two promo codes here. One for the uh, wager free Brett on opening night. That one's going to be NFL 100. And then to get the 100% welcome bonus, it's going to be locked on. That's the same one that it's always been. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. If you don't know by now, then you should. Uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season at Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts don't forget promo code locked on and promo code nfl 100 and just missed moving up whitney whitney circling three to go Eiserman. Oh. two seconds score steve Eiserman. oh my god seven seconds left all right, we're back. Segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Nolan Bianchi, Scotty Bentley. Go follow us on Twitter. I'm at Nolan Bianchi. He's at Bentley Scotty. And we are at LO underscore Red Wings. It's the best way to make sure that you stay up with everything that we, uh, you know, you're talking about online, things like that. Um, Scotty Bentley, let's start our fact off here. Will, will you lead us off for the fact off? And this just kind of sure. came, came to be because I was just tweeting random facts that I was finding on Twitter. And uh, they were getting some pretty good traction. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to save these and let's talk about them on the podcast. So now you are going to uh, to give us some of yours uh, as, as we start off here. And we can just go back and forth. You know, it doesn't have to be uh, sure. too. Sure, sure. So uh, so I was looking at uh, PIMS. Okay. Nice. And because that's, you know, that's a fun place to start. And uh, and at the top for all time Red Wings Pims is obviously Bob because yeah, so that was like you know whatever like I, I like I think I kind of knew that going into it, but then you go to the single season leaders, okay, and for career, like I said, I knew Prober was going to be number one for for. For penalty minutes by season, they, they give you the top 10 all time. 
<laughs> Tough guy Bob single-handedly holds five of the top ten all-time oh, Red Wings. I thought you were going to tell me he had season. all ten. I was going to shoot myself, but that's still pretty incredible. He has one, four, six, seven, eight, and nine. What is what is number one for most in the season? In 87, 88. <laughs> 87, 88. He was two minutes shy of 400 pims. So 398 divided by 60. Uh, that is six hours and <laughs> six or three. So like six hours and 40 minutes in the penalty box. Yes. So, uh, so one, 398. Four, three, fifteen, six, two, ninety-two, seven, <laughs> seven, two, seventy-six, eight, two, seventy-six, uh, nine, two, seventy-five. We should try and calculate how many days he spent in the penalty box, like in his career. Time. Yeah. Okay, I, I have his career right here too. So his career, well, geez. All right, you are you do that and like okay, just, okay, just okay. start doing it. Uh, and I'll because I got I got some penalty. It's two thousand ninety, by the way. Is it is his career pims? Speaking of uh, penalty records, Joey Koser actually holds the record for most penalty minutes in a single period. Uh, he had thirty seven in a single period in November nineteen eighty five. Uh, in a game wow. against the St. Louis Blues. He actually also that night set the record for most penalty minutes in a single game with four, or sorry, franchise record. These are franchise records for Joey Koster. Um, and then he also had 42 penalty in minutes that night. So he, he kept his nose clean for the rest of the night, only had five minutes in the box, but those are both uh, franchise records for penalty minutes, both in a period uh, and in a game. So that's almost the entire game he spent. He spent more than two periods in the penalty box, which I didn't even know they would let you continue to play <laughs> under those circumstances. <laughs> that's, that's sensational, though. <laughs> that's incredible, oh, man. Uh, do you want me to give another one or are you still, uh, you so no. Back? So it's, uh, so for his Red Wings career where he had 2,090 penalty minutes, that is almost a day and a half in the penalty <laughs> box alone. That is, that is, that is 1.45 days. I, w- I want to, we should, we should make a, a graphic just like of all the different things that he could have done while in the penalty box, like watch Die Hard 30 <laughs> yeah. times, you know, like for real, oh, a day man. and a half. That's awesome. <laughs> like uh, 34 hours. <laughs> all right. You, you go again. I'll, I'll pull up my, uh, I'll pull up my other one here. All right. Uh, the most average ice time during a playoff run mm. is held by Nicholas Lidstrom. He had 31 minutes in 55 seconds per game in the 2006 playoffs when the Red Wings were upset by the Edmonton Oilers who went all the way to the cup final before losing to the Hurricanes. Now, the one thing with this is that uh, that was a, um, it was a very, very small sample size. And uh, what can happen in there is uh, if, you know, one of those games goes to overtime or something like that, it doesn't necessarily give, the, the water enough time to find its level. So we had two double OT games in that series, which definitely contributed to that uh, historic mark for, for St. Nick. Um, 
but just thought that was pretty interesting. 31 minutes and 55 seconds uh, per game. That's, that's unbelievable. That's a very, very impressive number. Uh, what do you got for me? So I have the Detroit Red Wings, one of the most storied franchises there is. Obviously, tons of incredible names to come through. The all-time leader in goals per game for a Red Wings career. Do you know who it is already? Yeah. <laughs> with zero bango point, bango <laughs> with zero with 0. 0.56 is mickey redmond ahead of the likes of gordy howe at 0. 0.47 steve eiserman 0. 0.46 brennan shanahan 0. 0.43 sergey fedorov 0. 0.44 ray shepherd 0.55 he is the franchise's all-time leader in goals per game and I just think that's fantastic. So um, you said you said Shepard, Mahavlich, Ogr- wait. Mahavlich is 3.55. Ogrodnik, Howe, Ogrodnik, Eisman, Howe. Right? Yep. Um, So Ray Shepard, let's talk about him. I got one on him. Okay. In five seasons with the Red Wings, five seasons, his shooting percentage was the greatest in NHL history, 20.1%. <laughs> For five years, this man sustained a 20.1% shooting percentage. Um, And then he got dealt to the Sharks for Igor Larionov. And everybody was like, what the hell? And uh, yeah. Ended up being okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's uh, that's wild. So that's pretty cool. That could you imagine like. (laughs) <laughs> like we talked about like Larkins and we were like, Oh, it'll like normalize or whatever. Like you imagine, or like Ernie, like, Oh, like, you know, he's got to come back down to earth a little bit. If, if we're recording yeah. a show during someone, <laughs> he's, he's in the, the middle year, of the his year, third straight year, the, the year is 2026. <laughs> Scott and I are recording a post game of lockdown Red Wings or, or doing a season recap. And we're trying to figure out whether Adam Ernie's, uh, 23.4 <laughs> shooting percentage is sustainable for a six consecutive season. Yeah, literally, man. Can you imagine? I love it. Uh, so I have a, I have a points per game. Uh, okay. One, if, if yeah, yeah, time for me to squeak that in there too, because sure. it's also not somebody that I expected. Um, Marcel Dion, he is the, the all-time leader oh, in points I... per game from oh, okay, ages cool. 20 to 23. He only played four seasons. But from ages 20 to 23, he put up 1.18 goals or uh, points per game, which is uh, the, the greatest pace in, in Red Wings history. Steve Eisenman is the second with 1.16 and Gordie Howe third with 1.07. That's very impressive company. He, uh, I, have, I also had one on him where his 74-75 season is the uh, – he is the Red Wings single season all-time leader in shorthanded goals with 10 that year he oh, had wait. 10 shorthanded goals that season Dion yeah interesting I also have a uh, a shorthanded goal note here so the most uh let's see the most shorthanded goals in a period a period were, were two from the same from the same player were two by Sean Burr the other three Red Wings uh to have scored two shorthanded goals in the same game 
Eiserman did it twice. Kirk Malpe did it once. And Darren Helm also did it wow. once. Darren Two Helm. Handed goals Fantastic. In game. Fantastic. So that's a nice one. Um, <laughs> all right. What else you got? Uh, okay. I have, I have another, I have another fun one. So single season again, right? The Detroit Red Wings single season leader for power play goals all time. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, 21 power play goals at 73, 74. It is also Mickey Redmond. <laughs> <laughs> And that makes me so happy. I want Mickey Redmond to have as many NHL and Red. I want Mickey Redmond to have all the Red Wings records. See, I know? agree. And that's why I purposely tried to find all of them. Yeah, I love that. Uh, <laughs> I got a good one for you. The highest plus minus in a postseason run. This is one of my favorite stats ever. And I guarantee I've referenced it before, but I don't know if I've referenced it in front of you. Do you know who it is? Um, I don't think, I don't think I know. In 2009, take a guess. Somebody you wouldn't expect. 2009. And what's the exact stat? Uh, playoff record for plus minus in a single postseason. Oh, geez. It's someone I wouldn't expect. Uh, I, I mean, like. <sighs> it's Dan Cleary. Okay, thank you. Uh, but like my twelfth guess. So yeah. that's uh, yeah. well, it should have been up higher because he's somebody you wouldn't. No, that's fair, that's fair. I guess <laughs> that's fair. Uh, Nicholas Lidstrom holds the NHL record for right. career playoff plus minus with plus sixty one. He has the Wings all time record for career plus minus in a winged wheel as well. But also, one thing about plus minus is that they didn't start uh, keeping track of that. Right, um, for sure. His for is still. While. Yeah, yeah, high. no, yeah, it's, it's it is, absurd, it is but... dumb high. But uh, yeah. he also has the most playoff assists in Red Wings history at any position, which is something that surprised me. Wow. He's got 129 assists. He played 263 games in 20 postseasons for Detroit. The playoff streak started one year before his rookie season. So uh, he more than anybody is just like associated with with. I I really do think that like when you just look at the, like the, the perfectness of somebody's career, I don't know that you can have a more perfect career than Nicholas Lidstrom. Like, it's because, up there, man. Because like on top of like all the stuff that Steve Eisman and Gordy Howe have to their credit, like Nicholas Lidstrom's teams never really struggled while he was there. Like from the time he got there to the time he left, like they were a playoff team, obviously. Right. They yeah. Playoff literally. Team, but like, his his play never really declined and he won all of his Norris trophies in the back half of his career. So like there, there's just like not a single stain on his record in general. Yeah, for real. He, he is like ultimate, like, like perfect human. <laughs> uh, yeah, like there's, there's literally a reason why they call him that. All right, let's yeah. get into uh, segment three here. First, I got to talk to you about Bilt Bar. We do have some more, more fact off coming up next. Uh, but first, I got it <laughs> at Built Bar. Um, Built Bar is the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. Did you know that they have so many delicious flavors? Though there's something for everybody. We talked to a Built Bar fan. They are definitely passionate about their faves. You know what my flavor is right now for me personally? Mint brownie. I gotta go mint brownie. Mm. I'm feeling it a little bit today. It's it's nice to have you know, a good something. Choice. 
I'm still I, on the cookies and cream bandwagon, man. See, it's so I, good. I don't blame you, Scott. They're all delicious. So good. The mint brownie for me, it's it's just nice because it's like you wake up to it. You know, the mint kind of wakes you up. I like peppermint in my coffee, things like that. Uh, but if you haven't tried all the flavors, which I'm assuming you have because you're a dedicated listener to the show. But if you haven't, you can get a mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are the built bars the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from only 130 to 180, only four to five grams of sugar, and only four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. There's an old man sitting next to me, making love to his tonic and gin. <laughs> All right, segment three here at Lockdown Red Wings, Noel Bianchi, Scotty Bentley. We're having a fact off here. We're going through some more interesting, obscure stats and uh, records and, and, and whatnot from Red Wings history. Here's the one that started it all. Uh, I tweeted this out, actually. Jimmy Howard owns the record for most saves recorded in a Red Wings uniform with 13,970. Chris Osgood is second with 12,801. And Terry Sawchuk is third with 10,376. Somebody was like, what's your point? I, I would take both of those guys over Howard. And I was like, I just thought it was interesting. Uh, yeah, dude. I, <laughs> I didn't say there was a point. I, <laughs> just to be a cool stat. I don't know. Um, so here's another one from the Twitter thread because this one was pretty interesting too. Nicholas Lidstrom, since we're on since we're on Lidstrom, he was on the ice for 1,046 Red Wings power play goals during his career. 1,046. Second is Steve Eisman with 945, and third is Sergei Fedorov with 512. Now that is another plus minus stat. So a lot of the the guys from you know the the 50s and stuff like that aren't on there, but Still, as uh, to, to steal a line from my friend Scott here, ignorant. Ignorant. Yeah. It is. It really is. Um, what else you got? That, those are all my Twitter stats. So okay. I'll, I'll go back to my sheet. Now. So, uh, so I, have, I have this one here, which is um, one of my favorite things when looking and trying to find like crazy stats like that is looking at the top tens and seeing people that like, okay, this person obviously leads all time in this, but how many like single seasons did they lead it in? And one of the other ridiculous ones was just shots, single season for shots taken from a Detroit Red Wing. So we have first is Steve Eiserman, 88, 89. He took 388 shots. Uh, two is Marcel, 378. Three is Mickey Redmond, <laughs> 72, 73. Took 363 shots. Four is Zetterberg with 358. And then five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10 are all Gordie Howe. Oh, my goodness. Three, all ranging from 357 to 341 between, uh, between, between five. So six of the top 10 all-time single-season shots uh, holder spots are all held by Gordie Howe, which I just thought was was nuts. That's incredible. Do you uh, – so did you look up Steve Eisman's career shots on goal? Because I was going to do an over-under thing at the end with how many uh, you thought it was. Uh, I uh, 
I don't know. I, I you could probably do it. I don't, I don't think I. I don't think I. I remember. Four thousand over under. Oh. Um, I'm gonna take the under. It's over. Forty six hundred and two. Wow, way over. Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, pretty impressive from uh, that's unreal from Steve Eisman. Do you know the only player in Red Wings history to record a double hat trick? Ooh, it's not Howe. Nope, but not Gordie Howe. What? No way. But Mark? Sid Howe. Oh, no, okay. Sid Howe. I was like, there's no way Mark Howe had a double hatty dog. Unrelated to Gordie. Yeah. Before Gordie's time. Uh, yeah. He had a double hat trick. Uh, in the week of Red Wings, honestly, like this, this week could be considered the week of Red Wings. It was actually a, a little less than two weeks apart. Um, but he had a double hat trick and a 12 to two win over the Rangers on February 3rd, wow. 1944, a week beforehand, I believe it was January 23rd, 1944, the Red Wings set the NHL record for most lopsided victory in NHL history, which still stands today, beating the Rangers 15 uh, to nothing. They scored eight goals in the third period. Sid Howe had a hat trick in the third period. Uh, Murray Armstrong, Carl Liscombe. Had a hattie in the third alone. Each had two. (laughs) Yes, he did. Uh, They each had two goals. So that was where they they did most of their damage. Apparently a seven nothing lead coming out of the locker room after 40 minutes wasn't enough. And they they doubled it up uh, and put up. They threw out all their best players still. Um, Throughout all the starters, the week of the week of Sid Howe was incredible and to the detriment of the New York Rangers. I think that was the year that they won their last Stanley Cup. That might actually be it. The Rangers or no, that wasn't that. No, I meant before. I meant before 1994. Right. Yeah, that that might have been it. It hadn't been like 60 years. No, that actually doesn't sound right. Don't listen to me. I think it was. uh, Yeah. Regardless, whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's so uh, that, 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 I, I just love picturing them coming out of the locker room after two and being like, all right, all starters. No one's getting <laughs> no, no, yeah. everyone's still going out there. You're busting your ass off. And uh, it's <laughs> you're going to go out there and, and put the pressure on them. Or Jack Adams being like, if you don't win by 10, I'm going to cut your salaries to eight dollars a year. Right. Yeah. yeah. For real, man. Chase. <laughs> All right, uh, I have Goes the sack of shit. Si- for real. I have the single season leaders all time for game winning goals. Okay, in a season. Yes, in a okay. single season. This is interesting. Most game winning goals in a single season. Um, number one, there is a tie for first place. They both had eleven. In a season. Okay. Before we go any further, though, c- coming in tied for third, Mickey Redmond with nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's 73 74 season. All of these, by the way, all of these records are in the 73 74 season. It deserves more of a look. I love him. Mickey Redmond 73 74 should be enshrined. In the Hall of Fame. That's my that's my opinion. That's my opinion. It might be because like, he had it was like a back it was like a back injury that yeah following a year that he was just never the same. But like he was 
a monster. He was a Mickey Redmond was a problem. He was a problem. <laughs> no, like 73 74, <laughs> man. You saw um, you saw him untuck the jersey in between intermissions. It was over, dog. Yeah, yeah, they're done. Uh okay, so there uh there's like a six-way tie for third with nine and, and Redman and Howe and Iserman, two seasons of Shanahan, Zetterberg are all in there. And then there's a five, one, two, three, six-way tie for second with 10. Um, <laughs> so these we have, we have Carson Cooper, Gordy Howe, Sergey Fedorov, Henrik Zetterberg, and then <laughs> Johan Franzen is tied. He has 10 game-winning goals in 11-12, okay? Wow. Number one, the two the, the two people tied for first all time in game winning goals. Ninety five ninety six season with eleven was Sergey Fedorov, and two thousand two two thousand three with eleven was Sergey Fedorov. Love it. And then, like I said, with ten in ninety three ninety four, Sergey Fedorov. The clutch factor. So he had he has. Three of the top three <laughs> single season Red Wings records for game winning goals in a year. That's incredible. Unreal. That is truly incredible. Um, I love that. It, it, it doesn't surprise me, but also it kind of does a little bit. Um, it's the nuts. most assists during a playoffs run was. Nicholas Cromwell in 2008, he had 15 assists. Uh, not bad. I, 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 these types of things I feel like just kind of like add to a player's legacy because like Nicholas Cromwell was a very good defenseman for a long time, but like digging into some stuff like this is, is necessary every now and then just to, to kind of reflect just how right. important they were to championship winning teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just think that's very interesting. Nicholas Lidstrom has the most playoff assists uh, in Red Wings history. Oh, wait, I already went over that. Sorry. Henrik Zetterberg holds the records for most points in a postseason with 27 in 2008. His 116 shots on goal that postseason are an NHL record. So Hank took a record 116 shots in the run to the cup in 2008. Unreal. Um, I am all out of facts. You got I have more? one more. I have all right, one more. That's perfect. Points per game, single season. We, all what time. we just did, I'm the chips, you're the salsa, and we <laughs> just Beautiful. finished it on the same chip. We have we have the scoops too. Yeah. 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 So single season points per game all time. Do you have a guess as to how many of the top 10 Steve Eiserman holds? Ooh, five. He holds exactly five. Do you want to guess where those five lie? One through five? No, one no, 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 no. Okay. It's not one through five. You're right. It's like one through three and then give me like five and seven. One through four and eight. Damn. Close. Still impressive. 88, 89. He was almost a two points a game player. He had had 1.94. 92-93, 1.63. So the second all-time was three-tenths of a point lower than the most all-time. That shows you how absurd that that 88-89 was. Three, 
Well, this was fun. It was very. I enjoyed this. It's good. What was your fun favorite time fact researching? Anything involving Mickey Redmond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easily, I get it. Easily, I get it. Um, all right. Well, uh, so tomorrow we're gonna have uh, part of an interview with Thomas Bordalo, not by us from Lockdown Sharks, um, and we're also going to uh, do some hypotheticals. I think I think we're gonna take a look and do some hypotheticals for next season. Uh, so be sure to subscribe, tune in for that. It'll be a lot of fun, uh, and. Yeah. Any, anything else, Scotty, before we uh, bid the people farewell, send them off into their Wednesdays? I think that's it. Just always so unsure of myself when talking about the days. Um, cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you back here tomorrow. What Same they t- don't know is that you said April when talking about the day. <laughs> yeah. On the on the original intro, this is actually a, a second intro at the start. Uh, I, I emphatically said that today is April. <laughs> uh, so whatever. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.